Americans don't like public transportation because they can't do exactly what they want when they want to do it. And yeah. EVs are like that. You have to follow <laughs> a plan, a schedule. And people don't, we, we don't like doing that. It's as the government, Americans. man. Yeah. The government. It is. Yeah. Because when I bought this sweatshirt, there was a green option and a black option. I chose the green one. I think they gave you black. No, it's green. Let us know in the comments. It's, uh, it's like black with a hint. Are, you, are we recording? Yeah. This is green. Okay. It literally looks the same color as the TV behind you and your mic stand and your hat. You may be colorblind. Although if you were colorblind, it wouldn't affect seeing... Well, maybe it would. I don't know. If I were colorblind and green, I guess. Well, you're wearing green. Yeah. See, yeah. Green. I'm very clearly green. Do you all think this is the same color as Chris's shirt? Well, no, because, I mean, obviously color is a spectrum, just like many things in life. Yeah? <clears throat> like autism? I saw a video this week on TikTok of somebody's ring doorbell camera catching, not footage, luckily, but an audio clip of somebody getting run over at 30 miles, sorry, at 70 miles per hour. At 70? Yes. Was this in Detroit? No, but it was by a Chrysler 300. Mm. It was, unfortunately, with somebody's grandmother was going out to get the mail. Holy cow. And they, they, caught, they caught this on camera. It's very disturbing. I don't recommend that you watch it, but you can hear the impact and it's Was she horrendous. done? <laughs> no, Charlie, she got up. You know, she got hit at 70 miles per hour and she got up. Well, excuse me for wanting a happy ending <laughs> or a happier ending. Um, just... To be honest with you, I don't I don't know, but I... Sure, I, um, you're making an yeah. educated guess. I saw a photo of the car. because I, I found the news article after I saw that. I was like, there's no way. Sure enough, I found the news article. Was it and, white? Um, it, what? Was it a white 300? I think it was, yeah. And it was, you could you could hear it in the video, that, that 3.6, that Pentastar just screaming coming down the street. And it's the most disturbing audio file. I'll show it to you later. Okay. They should have been driving a Ford Edge. They would have gotten away with it. That's right. Yeah. Well, they stopped down the street because uh. they realized that they killed a woman. So they thought, well, I can either get the charges for killing a woman or I can get the charges for killing a woman and then are fleeing. Mm. <laughs> so. Welcome to episode 51 of the Daily Motor Podcast. Brought to you by All Brand Cereal. Kellogg's. That's right. Thank you. Big sponsor. I told you about my my ex girlfriend who killed a killed person, right? Yeah. Do we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, you talked about your ex girlfriend that yeah, killed that a man really, on a bicycle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this for a year now. We're starting to get to the point, like when you're in a long term relationship, when you retell stories. You told that story in the podcast studio. Yeah, uh, early on. So yeah, very mm -hmm. early, probably like one of the first episodes. Right. Yeah. I remember dying laughing at that. There, you Good. you also said something. We were talking about the Ford EcoSport, and I talked about how there was one in the showroom. At the spider Ford dealer that i that i worked at and there, yeah and there was a spider that i said it scurried across the floor and you, and you said you mean that it curried across the floor because it's an indian car yeah <laughs> did golden daily motor podcast moments go back and listen to them all they're all s tier did you say that it curried chris <laughs> new hat uh, for you yes shout out to ken lingenfelter uh-huh did you pick that up at the at his collection yep, this past weekend Mm. Free. Yeah, he. Um, oh my God! Let me tell you. So we went to this. Went to a charity event this past weekend at the, um, uh, at Lingen the Lingenfelter collection. collection, Toys for Tots or whatever they call um, like a, a charity drive for. 
toys for less fortunate kids. Mm-hmm. And so I brought a couple toys. And, you know, if you show, like, that, that, that's how you get in. You give toys, they let you in. Sure. So I was there. And about halfway through the event, they, like, set out a table full of hats, like, probably 100 hats. And I saw this really cool blue hat with flames on it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have that one. This woman walks up, okay, cuts in front of everyone, squeezes through everybody, and grabs like 12 hats and was takes like them a, all for her. A Karen-y looking one? Yes. She was like 50, 50 years old. And, and she, she got out and put them in a so Chevy many, Traverse? Probably. She grabbed so many hats. I just, and she's like, she, she, go, she, used, she used the excuse. She's like, oh, well, I got to make sure the, the boys get what hat they want. And I'm like... Why didn't why didn't the boys come over with you and pick one hat because she took she took the hat that I wanted to take. Now, granted, I am still very happy with this hat. I think this hat's quite nice. It's got a little red detailing on it. Every one of those hats is going to be completely neglected and Well, she probably ended up putting most of them back. The the thing is she was like hogging half of the supply mm-hmm. to let her kids get a chance. Oh, I thought you meant she like took them all home. No, she took them all and she's holding them. Like she was holding so like just 12 wait? hats. Huh? Why didn't you just wait? Because she ended up actually taking the one you well, wanted. Well, she walked away. Well, she was holding them by the table, and then she ended up walking away with them. But mm-hmm. I, I, why I said that I was is I would like to give her the benefit of the doubt that she maybe went and put them back, but who knows? Oh, she might not have. I see. I don't know. She should be shot. That's a strong opinion. Well, you know we have strong opinions. I just here hate it. I don't like entitled people. Yeah, yeah. not my thing. Mm-hmm. Anyways. This week. What episode is this? 51? 51. Yeah. Next. So next week's a year. Yeah. Next week's wow. a, it's not a year for us because the first two episodes I recorded with Max. Okay. So it'll be a year for us. Episode in January. Yeah. In, in January. Because we started in January of last year. Ah, okay. Yep. Yeah. With Nathan and everything. Yeah. Episode three. What's, what's Nathan up to? He is working a lot. Real estate appraisal. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's doing that. His, uh, his Explorer is running okay. I think he's having some coolant issues he's kind of been to, fighting that to for a give while. that car credit he's been driving the crap out of that thing for like mm-hmm. eight months at this point almost a year yeah, yeah. i think february january february or so is when yeah. he got it last year yeah and yeah he's put a good amount of mileage he puts he drives a lot yeah and uh and that car was no spring chicken when he got it uh-uh. yeah so i give that car credit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's, and it's a it's a cool little layout i mean ford has always been pretty good at building like quirky ish <clears throat> interiors and cars and everything and, and doing things that are kind of like oh this is pretty cool yeah like remember the Taurus of that generation is all roundy and yeah. inside and stuff which is kind of fun those. but you do because they're nostalgic well it's, it's just different it's just I hated it's, those as a kid because i'd always they would always drive by with drooping side skirts and exhaust leaks and dented up doors and people smoking cigarettes out of the i was just like eh yeah Chris was better than thou even back when no. he was five years old. No, I just, I had a taste for cars as a child. And when I saw those cars, you don't even see them anymore. They're all gone. Yeah, they got cash. Never see them anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, I just had a bad taste for those. I, 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 I appreciate them more now when I see cleaner ones. Yeah. Um, but well, never you, liked them growing up. You and Nathan now relatively have something in common because you both have Taurus SHOs that are chilling out in your driveways. That are red and were previously owned by a grandparent. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're both probably in the middle of like, well, it's like I don't really <laughs> drive in. It would make sense to get rid of. But at the same time, it's such a nice yeah. car well, that like it's cool to have. My father is driving it right now. Yeah. Um, too, because he's been putting a ton of miles on his truck going back and forth to see my aunt 
my disabled mm-hmm. aunt that lives uh, quite a ways away. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been putting a ton of miles on his truck, which is a lease vehicle. So he's, he's going to enjoy driving that Taurus. I know he is. He's going to get on 94 and just float. <laughs> yeah. Cause those cars get up to speed. 365 man. horsepower. Yeah, yeah. And they're honestly pretty well built. So they're very quiet. Yeah, and you can, you, you look down at your speedo and you're doing 90 something. You're like, oops. I, um, I, we were walking by it yesterday and Emily goes, oh yeah, you guys should sell that to like some high school student. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this has way too much power for a high school student. I'm like, no. Well, you bring up a good point that, and, and this could be said for our generation too, but each generation gets exponentially better first cars yeah. than the generation before. I mean, you go back to our parents or whatever, and they're driving death traps with no air conditioning, we should talk about no, barely any radio or anything. Do you know what your parents' first cars were? Oh, I'd have to really think. I imagine my mother's first car. I know it was a Ford product because her father worked for Ford. So was it like new at the time? Yeah. Oh, wow. Probably. Okay. I mean, if not new, it was very, you know, very lightly used. But I, it was probably like an Escort, like an 80s. Because okay. she would do 70, 73, 83. Nine. She graduated near the end of the 80s. It might have been a Probe. Her first car may have been a Probe. Because I know she owned two Probes, one of which being a GT. <laughs> the other one being pink. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. They did do a pink Probe. Yeah, she had a pink Probe and like she had a red GT. Yep, yeah, pink. Yeah, the 90s were a better decade. They had pink, pink vehicles. My mother had a Chevrolet Citation. Yeah. See, that there is no car. You could get the crappiest car yeah. on sale right now, and it would be years better than a Chevy Citation. Yeah. She used to have to... It was carbureted. So she had, she had to stick a pencil in the choke because some days it wouldn't start. Yeah. So she'd have to open the hood and put a pencil in the choke, all of which my grandfather taught her how to do. And... I mean, it didn't have ABS or anything. She tells me stories about how she'd like lock up the brakes and do 180s like mm-hmm. in the snow and stuff. Yeah. How many people that you went to high school with do you think would be competent enough to to get in there, open their hood and put a pencil None. and choke to get a to Zero. Work? Yeah. Zero. Well, I mean, except car. Anyone the that's, super. Yeah. The car yeah anyone that's interested in cars. But my mother, I mean, she doesn't yeah. care. She gets in, gets in a car and she likes, she likes a nice she likes yeah, nice why car, not everyone would she yeah. gets in a car and she drives it you know she's not thinking about anything else um my dad's first car was a 70 78 t-bird so a big boat car mm. that blew up after about three months the motor exploded that's unfortunate yeah well when he bought it it was already blue blue smoke was already coming out and my grandfather was just like oh yeah just get it anyways and then it blew up the thing is, is fixing that would have probably been like an afternoon and some new piston rings that you could just reach in and yeah, swap out. Yeah, it would have just been just a done. very simple V8 in that. Yeah, there's so much room to work on those. Yeah, I think there's they no... gave it away to somebody. Yeah. I think they gave it to somebody for free. Yeah. Speaking of carburetors, my father at one point had a charger that oh. was carbureted. Like and a, he was like, like an a, 80s one, with like a front wheel drive thing. No, no. Like I'm pretty sure like a 70s. Oh, like, like a, a cool 70s one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, and he was driving somewhere out west. And I, I don't remember the details of the story. He would know it better, but. I think it was on deceleration or something. It would just entirely stall out. Ah, good. Yeah. And so you'd, you'd have to like be giving it power or something like that to like keep it running. But also he's like trying to slow down and stuff and just left just, breaking. Yeah, yeah. All that sort of thing. And nowadays kids in high school get like a pretty darn good like mid 2000s, late 2000s, like American car product. Yeah. They and, get- yeah, Chevy Cruze or a 2013 Focus, and they're yeah. just cars, and they're nice cars. And they're, I mean, they're, they're great. Nice. They're getting decent sound systems. I mean, even us, like I had a Taurus, an O2 Taurus, which is still light years better than yeah. whatever my parents yeah. drove in high I school. A, I had a Cobalt You had SS. a beater. Well, you well, had, had a Cobalt a SS. Also, yeah. 
Yeah, you had two cars. I had. Yeah, I did have two cars in high school. A lot of my friends had two cars, actually. When a lot of were, my car friends car did. I think it's cool that you got to do car stuff in college. Like, you yeah. you literally went to college for car stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I a little bit wish I had gotten more involved with car things in school because yeah. we had we, I mean, we had a formula <clears throat> the, like the formula electric race team we had okay. a normal formula we race team that, at but... school they had the solar car team all those things cool. yeah and i had always kind of thought to myself i'm like what if like what if i tried out to be a driver for one of those teams and i, I kind of wish i had at this point because i've always cool. I've, I've always tried not to be like like too um i don't think arrogance the right word but like overconfident about my driving abilities but like i i'm decently speedy like there was that autocross at mama and everything like and you beat the yeah on with one try yeah with one shot yeah so like i i know my way around a track yeah um so i i'd like to think that i would have done decently that well was I just, one of the best, i never even bothered that was one of the best moments of my life yeah i, I, I mean I seriously well. <laughs> yeah. i love watching people like that get humble it's just the best thing ever yeah so i i think it's cool that you got to do genuine car stuff in, in school yeah i mean we just i i got lucky because a lot of the the kids that were in my class in my year were all into the very similar car things and like sure. everyone had cool cars like the following years there weren't any real people i mean people mm-hmm. had like new stuff but like my year like everybody had really cool stuff like we okay. got i got really lucky with the class of people that i mm-hmm went on with my buddy ben prophet had and was part of and i think he was a president of his senior year was a really cool car club down at university of texas as well and oh, okay cool. not texas sorry tennessee and obviously like when you're in knoxville tennessee you're 45 minutes from the tail of the dragon and all those amazing roads so like you're gonna have a good car culture yeah but still i mean they all like he had a honda fit but it was like a manual and i love honda a little bit i stuff. want a honda fit and i know he I regrets selling his really but yeah definitely uh, we were just talking about it recently, but now he's got a Volvo C30 manual, which is kind of cool and stuff. Yeah, he sent me a photo of that. It's a red one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fun. But um, they had like a lot of cool cars and would do meets and everything like that. I feel like when you go to a kind of a bougier school like University of Michigan, any sort of car group or whatever is just going to be dominated by Asians with like Lamborghinis or Parker Nierstein with his Lamborghini and his, yeah. uh, and uh, <laughs> what was it, Jeff, what's the... Uh, oh, Jifu? yeah with the z06 he crashed it and killed well yeah, he didn't well kill he didn't somebody. kill he, he just, almost killed somebody. he injured a minor and got restraining order put against him and everything he like that prison for a while did he, he? was so. it that much yeah, wow so. yeah um so i think that's the sort of car culture that we had around michigan i feel like so it was like i'm not gonna be involved with that sort of thing yeah first of all i have no i mean i had a clapped focus svt like whereas you people would appreciate that at northwood oh yeah but like they would have been like you're gonna go on a rally with your hundred thousand dollar like it was funny because northwood had we'd call them dk's dealer kids because Uh a lot of northwood was kids of dealer presidents so they'd all have their d plate demos and stuff but none of it was i mean it was never anything crazy i mean it was just like f-150 like nice f-150s and nice like gmc like fully like loaded trucks and like jeep wranglers and like all stuff that's cool but not really like anything enthusiast wise Mm -hmm. whereas the enthusiast like there was there was obviously my is 300 there was a kid with a manual um legacy like a legacy gt subaru there was uh sean is calling me right now sean um there was a kid oh sean i guess <laughs> sean, coincidence sean had a, a uh manual 
VR6 GTI, and then Ooh. I eventually moved to a 981 Cayman GT4. But um, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it was it was you know it was it was E46s, it was Miatas. They're genuine enthusiasts. It was just cars. like yeah, I mean, I don't have to go into detail about every car, but you know what? A challenge I'd like to do together. I was just kind of thinking of it could be fun for you and I to find. Like it's it's developing in my head now. I'm I'm progressing it, but like two thousand dollar challenge or whatever, the most reliable car we can find for two grand for two grand that would probably be, I know they'd both be Toyota products. Yeah, it'd probably be a it, they'd be both like they'd both Camry be Avalons um, or an Avalon. Yeah, but then we have to do reliable car challenges like like not change the oil and then like try to drive from here to California and back or something. And like I, you know that that's my dream. I would love to do. Something. I, I know we need to start doing. We we need to like but plan we need, next we need year. To get a film crew though. Not necessarily. I mean, we could make a fairly interesting video just GoPro with that. It doesn't need to be that's super true because high we budget. could also do stand ups with a tripod. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, even not that far off from you and I just shooting a car review, like one one person's filming, the other person's observing, and uh, you know, just do it. I know. I just have this dream of like I know doing like a Top Gear film, you know, or yeah. Grand Tour, I guess. I mean, we kind Obviously of did already. Not. I know, I know, but I mean, um, I, 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 I know, and I appreciate that. But what I mean is like a like a cheap car challenge, like very like raw, genuine. Everyone yeah. has their own car mm -hmm. and, and something like that. But I think that it would be worth it to even if we just have like one person. Also, if we're going to be driving somewhere far, we're going to we need, need a chase we're going to need a chase car. Yeah, with, and that's fine with Keone in it, or or there. Dane and Corb or something like that well, could come along. I would like to have Keone. Well, and Dane would be a good one too. But Keone in there to like fix, fix things. mechanical things. Well, if it's a true challenge, you and I have to be the one to fix them. Well, yes, but then when the cameras turn off, <laughs> Keone goes in Keone. and fixes it, yeah. and you'd be like, "I mended it." Yeah, yeah. I just want to run two Avalons and see which one lasts the longest without with like zero maintenance. In fact, maybe just drain all the oil out and just drive them until they just stop running. <laughs> drain all the oil out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We we really ought to next summer. Let's let's I think let's car, put it to ourselves. Cars to do are some getting sort a little of, cheaper now. Yeah. Also, let's do so. a cheap car challenge. Let's make it happen. We have so many cool ideas. Yeah. We need to do it. Yeah, what would be the best? the 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 Panther platform one would be really would be cool pretty to get a, Oh, to try to see to who, get a yeah. town car in a uh, Grand Marquis, or yeah, Crown Victoria. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one that one would be fun. Yeah, uh, I still I still like the idea of getting uh, a cheap date night car. Oh, the date night car. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, best date car for two grand or something, unless and we have to drive like an hour away to get to the dinner, and our our women would quickly become cross because they do at any inconvenience <laughs> it would quick, quickly become cross yeah That's funny yep yeah this week at daily motor headquarters we had two cars that were both well at least i'm ready to see away for both of them Chris didn't get enough time in the GV60, so he didn't have to yeah. be inconvenienced by I it. I loved the GV60 because I only drove it for like a day and a half. Yeah, and he slid it around the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So fun to toss around. Probably the most fun to drive EV that I've driven. You liked that EV6 because it was rear wheel drive. You could drift it. <laughs> I liked the i4 M50 from a raw speed because it was so fast, but the it, but it wasn't direct. it wasn't as fun in the corners though. No, yeah, it wasn't as tail happy. This yeah. one, this the GV60 is just hilarious. It's like a hot hatch. It's like a Focus RS electric. 
Yeah, you almost like it because of the way it drives doesn't fit the luxury car character that it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's it's sort of a split personality car. Because it is. It's in some ways boring. In other ways, very beautiful, like technologically kind of forward and everything. The speaker grills look great, everything like that. In some ways, yeah. very techy and in some ways, very fun to drive. Yeah. Yeah, the interior design on that car is like top notch for for this year. I think it's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's very striking from every angle, outside mm-hmm. and inside. And there's just enough cool little gimmicky things that if you're driving a passenger that isn't super inclined to cars or even someone that does like cars, I mean, it would be a little bit like, wow. Yeah. You know, like the shifter that turns over and some of the bright green piping and stitching things in that car. And for me, the, the main problem is, is the GV 60 and a lot of the other Korean cars are much better upon initial review than they are after spending time with them. And there's little borderline intangible aspects of these cars that don't work super well. One that just came to my mind as I spent good 300 miles or so driving it around with Alyssa and the regen comes on too strong in one pedal drive mode. And it's sort of like as soon as you release your foot from the accelerator, it yanks you down. And when you're just driving alone, that's fine because your body's kind of like preparing for that. And we're car people. So we like Alyssa was like, yeah, there's just always a little bit of like a and and, and she she put it really well when we were driving on I-94. She said, it makes me think you're hitting the brake and it makes me think something is happening in front to make you hit the brake. So it's it's all very subtle psychologic things, but it all of a sudden makes her tense and makes her nervous just because the car, it doesn't gradually come into regen enough. It's a little too immediate. And then on the other side of things, unless you have boost mode on, or maybe sometimes in sport, but mostly just unless you have boost mode on, the throttle's not snappy enough. You 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 press the accelerator down, and there's a little bit of a delay before yeah. it yanks you back. I think that's for traction purposes. Maybe, but yeah. other EVs. I mean, Chris and I drive like other I-4. EVs around, and you can kind of yank head back and forth, and it's it's almost kind of, even like the Bolt or the the Leaf. I mean, you could you could sort of rip it back and forth. It's kind of cool. Well, you can't. Well, like you said, you got to be in boost, boost mode, which yeah. only lasts for ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. But I got you earlier with that. You did. Everything you, you, went flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the boost the boost mode button is cool. Yeah. Other things, the car didn't charge as quickly as I wanted it to on level three. We, we pulled into two different level three charging stations. Three, one of them was a 350 kilowatt Electrifier America station. And it claims that the car can charge from 10 to, 80, 10 to 80 in 18 minutes. I pulled in with 10%, 30 minutes. Mm. I mean, that's nearly double. If you bought a gas car that said it could do zero to 60 in four seconds and it took 6.8 seconds, that's a pretty big difference. Yeah. That's, that's just dramatic. Yeah. Or if you bought a gas car that was supposed to get 30 miles per gallon and it got 19. You'd be <laughs> a little bit dissatisfied. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, some of you will come in and be like, oh, well, the battery needs to precondition properly or it was too cold or this or that. The problem is, is how do you explain that to a 50-year-old mother? How could they buy a car like this and then come back into the dealer a month or two later and be like, it's not doing what you said it would do? And they go, oh, well, this, that, this. They don't want that. Yeah. They simply want to get in and they want predictability. And I know we're kind of making a joke about it, but it it really is true that most people buy cars as appliances. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you can't buy a toaster that says it's going to toast in 18 minutes and it actually takes 30. 
Even if it's because, oh, well, that's only if it's 72 degrees out and this and that. And if this charger is at uh, not being used by another car that's next to it, it's just too People much. have gotten very used to just getting in their car and driving. Within yeah. the past, you know, 20, 30 years with cars just being so simple and not needing anything. And now it's almost like we're going back to the days where you got to stick a pencil, stick a in, pencil the choke, in the carburetor or you know? the choke. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. with EVs, it's almost like you have to know you have you have to know about the car. Yeah. And people don't care. Someone that's buying a Kia EV6 or a, a Bolt or whatever, they're, they're not interested in having to deal with that. So I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I fully, fully feel that. And here's another aspect to this whole EV ownership deal. We we went out to Alyssa's parents, and yeah. then we went to church on Sunday, and we we're going to go get lunch and then leave after that. Well, Alyssa's mother wanted to go to a, a restaurant she's been wanting to try that was 20 minutes in the other direction from where we thought we were going to be going. So it's a 40-minute round trip, something like 40 miles or so in the other way. That one change right there entirely changed the the rest of our day based on where i thought we were going to be able to charge yeah because i only had so much charge in the car from the day before and i was like okay well we'll be able to eat and then hit this charger charge up and portage head home no entirely different thing and because we're not dealing with teslas at least with their supercharger network where you're going to get the same thing all over the place there's only one charge station in the whole west southwestern part of the state that charges up to 350 kilowatts the one we hit only charged up to 125 so all of a sudden we're only using half of the car's charging capabilities and to spend an extra hour excuse me going further out of our way to charge and then come back so you can't live your life as flexibly and that's the whole yeah. thing with the automobile. I mean, we Americans don't like public transportation because they can't do exactly what they want when they want to do it. And yeah. EVs are like that. You have to follow <laughs> a plan, a schedule. And people don't, we, we don't like doing that. It's as the government, Americans. man. Yeah. The government. It is. Yeah. So. Evil. Not only that, put all of that in. But if we had taken our Ford Maverick. And achieved 30 miles per gallon mixed all through all the driving, which, which is probably would've. very achievable. Yeah, at 74 miles per hour and, and less because of a lot of rural roads and stuff. It would have cost us at $3 a gallon for fuel, which is about what yep. is, is local right now, 10 cents per mile in fuel costs. Okay. The EV, uh, what are we driving? The GV60, because of the level three charging that I had to do, and then even averaging it out with my charging at home, costs about 15 cents per mile. Oh, wow. So that's quite a bit more. It's significantly more, 50% more taking that electric vehicle. So the electric vehicle cost more, wasted an extra hour of our day, plus the stress of me having to explain to Alyssa, it's going to be okay. We're not going to run out of, because she saw the the range thing getting down to like 10% and even worse, the mileage thing that only said like 25 or so. And it, it, there was a lot of headache that was brought on. Oh. by by taking that vehicle and didn't help that it was cold outside so the range is happening yeah. more so daily motor top tip don't buy an ev yeah and it, it's yeah. it just stinks that there are still all these yeah. caveats and there'll be so many people oh that doesn't matter if you live in a big city oh that doesn't matter if this is that i get that yeah but there are still a large amount of people <clears throat> and i think an underestimated amount of people that really couldn't be bothered i think that what you should do instead is take your seventy thousand dollars Buy a BMW 750iL with a V12 mm. and then take the other $60,000 that you saved 
and spend it in fuel. Whoa, you're buying a ten thousand dollar BMW 750i. Yeah, an E38, a nice, a nice E38 750i for ten grand. Daily Motor top tip: If you want a new luxury vehicle with a ten year warranty, instead buy a V12 BMW from twenty years and ago and then set aside sixty thousand dollars for maintenance and fuel, and it's the same thing. Except you wouldn't it. be able to actually drive it because it would be in the shop the entire no, time. No, you could drive it. Just make sure it's all sorted. This is the whole thing, having that, having that budget. Having it, having it sorted having first. Having it sorted first, and then you drive it. And so it's like I the, guarantee it, it's, it rides better, it's quieter, it's mm -hmm. more comfortable, and mm -hmm. I bet there are, there's nothing in that that isn't going to satisfy you in the same way. Sure. Besides yeah. maybe some tech. Right. Because it's a 20-year-old car. Yeah. And a 22-year-old car. It's kind of the same as just waiting for your current vehicle to be built and delivered because of chip shortages and everything. Yes. In that time that you were waiting for the yes. dealer to receive allocation for your new GV60, you could have a 750i entirely. Oh wait, 760i? 750il. 750il entirely sorted properly. Yes. Totally gone through for by cheap, a professional. Much cheaper. For, for much cheaper. Yeah. And it like looks that. better because it's the best looking car BMW's ever made. Can we do a challenge once you and I are making slightly more money from this whole YouTube game? Can we do a thing where Alyssa and I buy a new vehicle and then you get to buy buy the old vehicle Ooh. for the same amount of money and you get the you get the remainder to fix up yeah. properly because i'll buy a 750 il yeah yeah we'll buy a bolt or yeah. a prius or something and i'll like buy that. a 750 and, and a yeah 750 IL. and then we'll have Alyssa drive both in properly you know working form and yeah. see which and one she likes better she'll like the 750 better mm -hmm. yeah you're probably right yeah maybe it's i should more just comfortable. buy Alyssa 750 il yeah you should yeah that won't bankrupt this at all no. uh, well initially it won't yeah initially speaking of the bolt Part of me almost feels like the the lower charging rate of something like a Bolt is better in some weird twisted way than the super fast charging ability of things like these Hyundai Kia you products. Don't, you don't rely on it as much. Not only do you not rely on it as much, the Bolt maxes out about 55 kilowatts of charging. Any single level three charger should be able to charge that like if to be a level three dc fast charger you're pretty much at least going to have 350 uh 50 rather some of them go all the way up to 350 but most are at about 125 some are at 50 or 60 or so so every charger is the same exactly yeah. <laughs> and you're going to know exactly how fast your bolt is going to charge it's going to be yep. slow there's no guessing but there's no guessing it's always going to be the same you get something like the hyundai kia you could be like honey i'm going to be home in either an hour or an hour and a half it depends on how quick this charger is going to work so, uh, Daily Motor top tip. And then your wife is quiet for the rest of the night because she, she's cross. Well, right. And you just know, honey, I'm only going to be there in two hours. Just, But at least she can plan for that. She knows when you're going to be home. Because mothers don't like you to be home later than you thought you were going to be home. Mothers? Wives? Well, wives become mothers Women. typically. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think wives are a little more flexible. I think once you become a mother, you kind of insist on having things your way a little bit more. Oh. That, that. that whole like going through months of childbirth and labor and all those things tell us about the qx60 uh it's a car and where are you going okay uh it's it's a very posh unfortunately i was entirely oblivious to the fact that i just unplugged my microphone here so we had to do some audio tweaks in order to get my voice recorded over on chris's mic so the rest of the podcast sounds a little bit strange, but uh, yeah, quality stuff. Well, and I wouldn't say it's very posh, actually. It's posh compared to the Nissan Pathfinder, which we'll get into a little bit later. 
But it's just like a, it's like if you took a Nissan Pathfinder, added more sound deadening, more peeled cows, a thicker steering wheel, slightly smoother transmission <laughs> tuning, heated steering wheel, power adjust steering column, haptic controls, a bigger infotainment screen, a softer ride, a Bose sound system. Performance. Yeah, and then added twenty thousand dollars onto the price, and that's the QX60. Okay, so here, would you pay the extra twenty thousand dollars to get the QX60 over that Pathfinder? No, because I'd buy a BMW X5. Can you have a BMW X5 for every sixty-five grand? Probably a CPO'd one. I'm talking new here, buddy. Oh, new? Uh, I'd have a BMW X3. Or a Lexus. Or an Acura. Well, yeah, or an Acura. Look at that. You can have an, an S Drive 40i. There you go. 61. 61, baby. What can I get for 65? What's that one? 63. The X, uh, X Drive. So oh. you can get all wheel drive. So you can get all wheel drive one for 63,000. Yep. You doubted. You doubted the BMW. Uh, but, but I guarantee you it doesn't even have heated seats. After. Um, you gotta have the cold, like cold weather package and things. Destination's gonna put you over sixty-five. What a shame. Let's see here. We're gonna view. What's the zero to sixty? Because that matters. Features. This is the very base X5. That's a great motor in that though. It's a B58. Three hundred thirty-five horse. Inline six with E-boost, forty-eight volts. That's all you need is that B58. Yeah, B58. I guarantee that would absolutely wreck that QX. Like no comparison. And your much better fuel economy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that thing probably gets thirty mpg. You get Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. I want to talk about that. Okay? okay. You ran a fuel economy test on the warm titanium QX60 2022 model year that we had earlier this year. Okay. You got twenty-eight mpg in that car. Mm. I got 25 in this blue car. I think that's Is it because of the weather? It's probably... I made sure my tire pressures were right. Yeah, it's, and it's also probably partially margin of error. What did we get on, our, on the readouts? 26 on the readout. That was your readout? Yeah, yours was like 20... Well, I don't remember what. Yours was like 1 MPG off. Okay, yeah. So, probably just margin of error. <clears throat> yeah, I tested in the most reliable. Which audio system do you need? Oh, 10 speakers. Um, what did you say? Oh, heated seats? You, want to know? you definitely don't get that standard. There's no way. Power adjustable steering column. That's good. Three-stage heated front seats. Oh, my God. Standard? Standard in an X5. Yeah. All right, everyone. It was one of the best cars on sale. Today. Daily Motor top tip. Yo, it almost won car of the year. I got second place. It was the second best car of the year in, uh, this year. Yeah. Last year. The only reason it won't be this year is because we haven't had one. Oh yeah, what a shame. We haven't we didn't have one of those or an X7 this year. Yeah. We drove an X7, but we didn't have an X7. Yeah, it looks we like drove it. a Verde Hermes mm -hmm. paint to sample or uh, sorry, BMW individual. Yeah. I need a water. My throat's starting to hurt again. Okay. Well, I will try to tell the listeners and viewers more about the QX60. It's a good car for if you have large people that need to regularly ride in the second row because a lot of adjustability of those seats, comfortable back there, a lot of power points and climate controls and vents. And if you need to, occasionally put some in the third row, that works. So, so if your younger children or whatever have friends that they occasionally want to bring, you can throw them in the third row. It's made for dads who had kids that were born in the early to mid-2000s. Yes. 
Yeah. I, uh, I'm having a lot of burps. <laughs> yeah, Charlie just brought what I cannot describe it in any other way other than a bag of gluten. Yeah, it was like muffins and pigs in blanket. It was actually a little bit more than just a muffin. It was kind of quiche. No, uh, they were Popeyes. They were mini. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Isn't that kind of cool? Uh huh. Because Alyssa's uh, brother made those, and they're these like. Do you eat them with your hands? I did because I'm a savage, but you probably shouldn't. You should probably use a fork and knife like an adult. But we're at a shop full of men and cars, so I just. Shoved him in my face. My mother just texted me and I want to read you what she said. Also, I have like 14,000 notifications all of a sudden. Okay, anyways. Is it easy to name your YouTube channel? The art teacher has long ass... Oh. The art teacher has a long ass address but doesn't know how to name it for kids to search it, if that makes sense. I don't understand what she's asking. She, maybe she means like when you look at the URL of your YouTube channel, it's like all just a bunch. Oh yeah, you can do a custom URL. Yeah. But you have to have a hundred subscribers to do that. Hundred subscribers, yeah. Now uh, YouTube has handles now, and she might be able to make a handle that is like. Oh, the app. At yeah. Tell her to look into handles. Tell her to just be better. Be a better art teacher. I'll write back to her later. If we had more interesting cars this week, I could fill in the gaps in the text one, but I, I just can't. Yeah, we're already on to this week, aren't we? To talk about we're on to cars this week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cars this week. Let's start with the one that we already touched on. The 2023 Nissan Pathfinder Rock Creek Edition. And you'd never guess that it was the Rock Creek by coming out. No, you wouldn't. You really wouldn't. No, it's very subtle. It's not subtle. It's not subtle. It says Rock Creek and Giant Lake. I think it has more Rock Creek bat. Like, it says Rock Creek in more places than the Subaru does Wilderness. Mm -hmm. It's very obnoxious. But I like it. I think it looks cool. Well, I like the way it looks, I should say. Because mm -hmm. we have driven it. We did a little first impressions review, which you all will see in probably like a, a month or so. And um, it's probably the loudest riding car we've ever tested tires are very loud i just i was blown away by how loud the tires were which is the same it's a shame because i think the car looks great it's a very cool looking thing mm -hmm. the interior's okay um but it's just it's so loud and there's minimal sound deadening and the tires just roar it's like you know when you're driving on the highway and there's the douchebag with the lifted wrangler that drives by you going 95 miles per hour that's what it sounds like from inside the car. The Rock Creek starts before destination at 43,000. So ours has like no options because it's like 45. Right. Now you can get the Platinum four-wheel drive, which I've driven and is quite nice. There's a review of it on the channel. And you get front seats heated and cooled. You get your head-up display, panoramic moonroof, 20-inch wheels, both system of 13 speakers with two subwoofers. I mean, literally everything. And that's 49. So it's... 6,000 more. Seven, well, 7,000 more. Um, 9,2, right? Yeah, yeah. 7,000 more. And I think it's worth paying that money because this one that we're in, the Rock Creek, is very basic. What about an SL? An SL is going to get you probably probably nicer. Does ours, ours doesn't have leather in it, right? Leather? No. It has cloth um, seats. And it's going to ride quieter. It's got a better uh, display. The around view monitor, wireless CarPlay integration, 
and it's going to cost nearly the same. You're giving up the off-road tuned suspension, the black tubular roof rack, and the exclusive Rock Creek leatherette appointed seats with unique centers and Rock Creek. Rock Creek. What do you think the sound system is going to be like? Woeful. You think it's going to be a D tier or a C? I'm hoping it's a C because yeah, I'm, I'm driving. I'm going to be driving it to Livonia on Wednesday, and I want to make sure that it's going to be able to get me through that drive. I think you should just spend 35 and get the base S. Well, I guess to get all-wheel drive, you'd be spending 37. Yeah. Hmm. I am a music enthusiast. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I don't like when the cars have bad sound systems. Usually they don't. I mean, usually like a, a C tier is fine with me. Like I'm fine with I'm fine rocking with a C tier. But if it's like, what have been some that have just been awful this year? The Honda, I guess any of the Hondas have yeah, been pretty bad. HRV, oh the HRV was awful. Yeah, it's the worst one I've tested. The Passport was a little better than the HRV, but not by much. Uh, the Forester was actually great. The yeah. Subaru Forester yeah, was great. Was good, yeah, the the WRXs both had good sound systems. The other problem I have with the Pathfinder Rock Creek is who's doing, and I know a lot of people just buy these because they look cool and stuff, but who's doing off-roading with a three-row vehicle like that? Nobody. People buy it because it looks cool. Yeah. And because they want to listen to the tires. You know what was cool was the Nissan Xterra. That's cool. That's cool too. This is as close as you can get to a modern day Xterra. Mm-hmm. The Pathfinder Rock Creek. You think they'll make a road Rock Creek? Probably. They should. They should do a Kicks Rock Creek. That'd be sweet. Would. That would be cool. It'd be like a little ding ding ding. A little bouncy thing. Speaking of these special off-roady editions, the Topher is making a, a Rock Creek slash Timberline slash Wilderness slash AT4 slash um, Trail Sport. Trail Sport. Is BRZ. <laughs> it's lifted up two inches and full send. Yeah. So that's going to be pretty exciting. I mean, we're going to get him a uh, Wilderness badge for it. Yeah, we should. We should get that for him for Christmas. Yeah. I mean, he should title hit one of his videos on it. Subaru BRZ Wilderness Edition because it'll get a ton of clicks. Yeah, people will be like, woohoo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. What a great way to ruin a perfect BRZ. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, you're you ready for that? Seven. Yeah, they are. But people are usually pretty nice on Chris's videos. Yeah, they are. Well, it's because he. Never mind. Okay. Uh, yes. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that he wants. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have anything better to say about the Pathfinder next week if you tune in, but we're going to keep open minds. Yeah. Yeah, no, I always go into things with an open mind. It's part of being mature. Mm -hmm. The other car we're getting this week, which will probably not come for another few hours, is the Genesis GV80. 3.5. What trim is it? I was just wondering that same thing. The GV80 is Genesis's larger mid Largest SUV. Yeah, it is their largest. Because they don't do a GV90. I assume someday they probably will to compete with the X7 and the Q7 and the... Right. Oh. Uh, my dad likes to call me. Uh, Your dad calls during every podcast. Every podcast. Uh, but he does like to call me. Yeah, he does. Did you know Moss was coming out with a CX90? Yes, yeah. with an inline 6. Is that what it's going to happen? I'll, allegedly. allegedly. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Uh, that's, being, that's being released in a few months. Probably at Chicago, no? Around that time. Yeah, there's a drive for it. Yeah. Oh, are we going on it? I haven't been invited. Ah, good. Um, what are we looking up? Come on, Joe. Oh, yeah. Isn't our Mazda guy Joe? Yes. Yeah. I believe he got a race. Joe, please. Or not a race, like a, a promotion. He's but a cool he's guy. Still, he's still like Mazda PR. Oh, it's a Prestige. 
Ah, is it green? It is green. Oh, good. Properly green, not like your shirt. That's really just black. No, that is the color of my shirt, actually, the car. Literally is the color of my shirt. I think that you just can't see light as well. What's the interior? Is it green? Green and white? No, it's gray. That looks green to me. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe it is actually, because they do make a green interior. Well, let's, let's see what we got here. Oh, in fact, it, it actually told me back there, but bring it up on this. Window sticker. How much? So. Jeez. $70,000. Interior color is smoky green. Boom. To be fair, I did not doubt you. <laughs> I doubt you all the time. Yeah. Cardiff green is the exterior, smoky green is the interior. Very similar to the one we had a couple years ago, mm -hmm. spec-wise. Interior is a different color, but exterior is the same. Also, the 3.5 Prestige has more features than the 2.5 Prestige. Oh, really? Yeah, so does, does this have the good sound system? Yeah. The Lexicon? Mm -hmm. I remember this being one of the best sound systems. Lexicon premium audio, three-zone climate control, heated second row seats, power cushion. Oh, it's a 23. Very good. Ah, you'll see in the descriptor the title, Charlie. Prestige 20-incher. Mm-hmm. You like... I don't think that's right. <laughs> the way I The way I had to think about that. This has the 12.3-inch 3D digital instrument cluster. I don't think you get that with the 2.5. No, it had it. Did it? Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the Genesis. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the GV70. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Suede headliner, your headliner enthusiast. I love suede headliners. Ventilated second row seats. Wow. This is going to be the luxury barge. Yeah. Just realized we weren't showing the viewers any of that, so that's okay. Oh, so, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this car. Chris and I did a compare between this and an X5 a few years ago. I saw that. That was a good good video. I watched it. Thanks. A mm -hmm. lot of viewers didn't agree that it was a good video, but uh, oh. Because the X5 okay. is a better car. I explained it to Chris like this in the <coughs> Genesis video that we shot earlier today. Genesis to BMWs are much like Samsung to Apple, if we're talking mobile devices. Yeah. Many of the Samsung phones have more features, they cost less, they have, on paper, like, why would you buy the Apple? But when you physically use the iPhone, <coughs> just how straightforward and well and solid everything is <coughs> yeah. together, there's a lot of people who just go, yeah, but I'll, I'll, just, I'll just have the iPhone. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people buying BMWs for that same reason over Genesis's. You get a Genesis and you're like, wow, this is really impressive. This has all these features and it only costs this much. Like, that's crazy. But then you get the BMW and you're like, this just feels right. Yeah. This just really feels, there's, there's an intangible factor yeah. that feels better. Genesis's feel a little bit, a little bit chunkier, yeah. a little bit less precise, both in the driving feel and the kind of interior bits. And you go, meh, it's nice, and I'll have an X5. They've gotten the X5 so right with this last gen and the X7 too. Fun fact, uh, Ben Prophet's girlfriend, Emery, drives an X5 diesel. It's been her daily for years. Really? It's probably an E70 like Dane's. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty robust. Yeah. Uh, the only downside is diesel's a lot of money right now. So any fuel economy. I think they're pretty efficient though, aren't they those? Yeah, yeah. she'll get like up to 30 miles. It's a six-cylinder turbo diesel. It's a, yeah. it's a cool motor. They put that motor in a three series also only for the E90 facelift generation. They only made it for a few years, but you could get a 335D. Yep. It's very, very, um, they're like collectible now because... Yeah. 
they only only ever did that in the U.S. once. I'm sure that you Europe has a ton of those, but U.S. we only got one uh, six cylinder diesel three series. It's the only one. Could you get it in wagon? No, 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 because you couldn't get a three thirty five wagon at all. You could only get the 335D as a sedan. That was it. There was no coupe. There was no wagon. You could only get an automatic. You could opt for like an M Sport pack though. So, yeah. Journal spec? Yep. You could have a 535 XI. Yeah. Wagon. Yes, you could. We found one on Copart once. We should have bought it. Remember that? Vaguely. Super vaguely. I think we bid on it actually. It was yeah. blue. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That car would always be broken. Oh, they're terrible. The, yeah. Especially the, the N54. Great motors, low down, you know, bottom endy. You can make a ton of power with them, but like everything else is just garbage. Yeah, water pumps are essentially consumable items. Yeah, yeah. It's like every time you change your oil, it change the water pump. Change your water pump too. I think I told this on the podcast before, but I think, again, going back, I think it was Emery, the, uh, the girl who has the X5 diesel. Yeah. She had a 335. I coupe ah. when I first met her and I said how many miles are on it she said oh, about 130,000 I said so you're on your third water pump she said yeah how'd you know <laughs> just kinda, it's just the time frame with us yeah yeah I think you get good at changing the water pumps though. you do you yeah quickly yeah I'll those see. are just I know we've talked about this a ton of times on the podcast but my my college roommate my sophomore year had three 135 eyes yeah and they were just all, they all had their own unique it's problems. Cool like it's, it's a cool car in general. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I drove, I drove all of them actually. And they, yeah, they were all, well, it's like a great car. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a great little car. It was, and the, he had a red one and the red one was so cool. It just looked so proper. Yeah. It was just, had some cool lines like the, like the swooping, like, um, the side, like the, the side skirt was like C-shaped almost on those. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm looking forward to, to spending some more time with this GV80, especially after a few model years now, see how, how tight it feels, and I'm sure it'll be a nice one to spend time in, especially being green, but the 3.5 is woefully inefficient, and... I like the four-cylinder better in yeah. those. Well, I mean, I mean it's a lot from a livability. The GV80, but I still think it's a smarter motor to buy. Yeah. And that's it for uh, for cars this week. I am going to shoot a video hopefully today on my truck. And oh yeah, we're doing that. But first, we got to do Copart. Yes, I'm looking forward to Copart. Because you know what, uh, Charlie, no Copart segment last week, and we do apologize for that. But we were busy talking about truck. your truck and the uh, Carfax. Yes, that was essentially a Copart segment. And then that's the true. Time. Oh no, my session has expired. Yeah, cool. Good thing I have Face ID set up on Copart. Mm -hmm. I did on a Copart. <clears throat> last week or oh my god they changed the freaking app again every time they change this app it gets significantly worse chris is becoming a c-max enthusiast and would like to own one and i tried to buy him a c-max did you bid on that yeah oh my goodness I, a lot because <laughs> I, need to, I don't have a lot of money to throw around on uh, project cars right now so same yeah. That's why I'm trying to get rid of all my cars. All right. Co-part. I don't know if we've showed this one on here before. But it has a buy it now, and it's very intriguing. Okay, I'm ready. Six. It wants me to renew my membership. 
620-434-52. This is a clean title, 2006 Pontiac Grand Prix <clears throat> GXP. It's a V8. These were cool. My, 900 bucks. My uncle had one of these. Really? Yeah. It's like a creepy uncle car. Is he a creepy uncle? No, he was in the 90s. Oh, he's a good uncle? Okay. Sorry, Charlie's uncle, if you're listening. He is. Oh, sorry, sir. Th these never came in, on, in manual. No, but all it needs is a door. It's rusted out bad. But Charlie would just drive this as is. Seriously, you could get behind that door, take the door panel off, lay across the back seat like this. Hold on. Lay across the back seat like this. And just yeah, that's a hundred percent what I would do. Yeah, it's both doors, isn't it? Right? No, it's only one door. Okay. Yeah. You should have that. It's nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred dollars. I don't know. Runs and drives. If it were in Detroit, this would be a lot more time. It's in Ionia. How much is shipping? Too much. One hundred and sixty dollars. You would spend more in a trailer gas and time than to just spend the 160 to get it shipped right here. Christopher, I would go and drive this back. That's true. You could just drive it. Yeah. That's the problem with co-park cars, though, is it's kind of like... Because we could take something very efficient out there. I've bought a car from this location before. It's not too far away. I was just going to say that <clears throat> we think this would be like, oh, this car is just all it needs is a door. It'd be fine. And then we pick it up, and it's an entire basket case. Well, let's check the auto check. Okay. View report. Ah. It is an 18 on the auto check scale. That's pretty low. That's pretty poor. It's had. Okay. It's only had three owners. Oh, and the current owners had it for 13 years. So it's probably at least <clears> two years. <throat> ago, yeah. Probably owned it or something for nine months. Insurance loss record. <clears throat> Man. You are just horse today. I am very horse today. Yeah, I'm at the tail end of my crud. Um. <clears throat> it doesn't say what happened. It just says it was an insurance loss. Not a lot of uh, repair or like a uh, maintenance record. You don't get that on auto check. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just yep. But right here it says brake service, tires and wheels service performed at 160,000. Yeah, it's just less places report to auto check, so you don't get as many as you do on car Carfax. Claim paid to insure. Hmm. I just think it's kind of neat, you yeah, know. It is neat, yeah, especially being blacked out like that and stuff. I would drive it. We should buy it and give it to Stu or Keone. Yeah. So Put a big bow on it. Yeah. You think if we just if buy it now, it's nine hundred. It might sell for like seven hundred. Yeah. What is that with fees? Like fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Cool. All right, I've got a really good one for you. Okay. Six one two, zero one nine, seven two. I want you to read the entire title of this video or of this car. This is a two thousand nine Volkswagen New Beetle Blush. <laughs> I don't know why, but is that it, a makeup brand? Maybe, but it has like a red, a red roof and a red interior. Yeah, red top, red interior. It's <coughs> a shame that it's as broken as it is. Oh, and it's, it's pretty cool. And it's an automatic, so. The blush edition. Let's look this up real quick. <laughs> is the internet broken? Maybe. Uh, let's look up Sea Beetles. Sea Beetles. The Blush Edition is the only 2009 New Beetle convertible with genuine leather seats. Wow. Mm -hmm. An elegant metallic white gold paint on the exterior nicely complements the rich red leather interior 
and red verbal top that gives this limited edition its namesake. The blush edition, oh yeah, we said the genuine leather. Um, red boot for when the convertible top is down. Yep, a uh, little cover for it. Bordeaux red top, leather wrap shift wheel, shift knob, brake handle, six speed automatic. Fun, that's a cute little car. <laughs> Beetle's such a fun car. Mm. And this one will go to a junkyard. Oh yeah. Because it is crap. Yep. Oh, somebody's put some stickers on there. Some. Okay. All right, I've got another one for you. All right. It's a Charlie car, very much. Is it a Buick? No. It's a Japanese Buick. Oh, it's an Infinity. No. 656-911-02. This is your favorite Lexus. Oh, shoot. I put it in the... Oh, you put it in wrong? No, that's where I should have searched it, right? Yeah. Maybe I, I'm, I must have missed a number. 656 911 Zero two. This is a 2005 <clears throat> Toyota Sienna. Oh, no. No? Nope. Did I put it in wrong again? You must have. What? Can you read the number you put six in? 65. Sorry, I put in 565. Five. 65. Six, five, all right, six, third time's the term. 911. 911. Zero 02. This is a 2003 Lexus SC. There we go. Wow. Yeah, and it's your it's your favorite spec too. It's blue with tan interior. Oh, I do like that. And it's got a wood steering wheel mm. with no airbags deployed. Mm. And look at this, it's idling. And it's no only done 185,000 miles. Probably very well maintained. Yeah. Mm. Someone was so sad that this that, that this was totaled. Because oh, yeah. what can they buy now? An ugly RC that you can't get a convertible. Yeah, you can't have a convertible RC. Yeah, so pretty much they have to buy a Lexus LC500. Yeah, and now, that's what I'd have. Now their kids can't go to college. True. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, I'm okay with, but... <laughs> I think you should have that. I should, too. You should sell the truck uh -huh. and replace it with that. Okay. You know, maybe my mother would want this car. I've always thought that these would be good cars for her. Yeah, they would. It's very much a mother car. It's like the auto check. Uh, let me try. It could be because it's upcoming lot. You might not be able to view it yet. The front has had yeah. time with it, though. <clears throat> yeah, she got hit pretty hard. Are these wheels OEM? Yes, they all had those wheels. Yeah, I was hoping it was an older SC, but yeah, these are, these are still... Yeah, because you want one with a 2J Yeah, for a Lemons car, yeah. Very good. You have any more? Uh, I've got one more. Yeah. Six five two. Six eight five. Two two. I can't put a number today. I'm really stupid. I'm sorry. Okay. Six five two. Six eight five. Two two. This is a clean title. Two thousand six BMW five thirty X. I was just talking about this. Yes, we were. What a beautiful car. Yeah. Very minimal damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was probably <clears throat> just such a piece of crap that they were like, yeah, just take it, please get rid of it. Yep, there's the damage. Wow. Where it looks like it ran into a pole or something. I don't know. It's in Flint, so it's been... Not it looks nice, though. Yeah. It's an automatic, which is not good. 06 is only 530 XI, and they would have switched to 528. 
six. It's a N fifty two. So yeah, it's an NA in line six. I wish it would zoom out on the gauge so I can see it, Brian, with no check on the lights. Let's see if we can get the auto check here. Ooh, look at that, 41. How many owners has it had? Two? That's yeah, it? Yeah. Wow, first person owned it from 2005 and put 13 years worth of driving on it. They really love this car. Yeah. So two owners. It spent its life. In Michigan. Okay, so it's rusted out underneath. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yep, driven around, around Grand Blank and then flushing. Yeah, so it's literally spent its life in front plinth, and it had front impact with another vehicle. Oh. Towed, and that's the end of that car's life. Well, somebody will fix that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, this will probably sell for like, what, three grand? No, more. Five. Five mm -hmm. K, probably. Yeah. It looks like a nice car. And it'll be sold in Dearborn. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> It's got the engine cover still. That's pretty good. Let me see if anything on my watch list has come up here. Um, oh, the Ducati's going up for sale tomorrow. What Ducati? It's Panigale. Oh. Yeah. I thought that had a certificate of destruction. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Scrap title. You can just use this as a race bike. Yeah, you could take it out to the gingerbread mm -hmm. day. It's already at 2500 bucks, and then it'll, it'll probably sell for like six. What's it worth? 22? 22. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Looks like your C-Max sold, so I'm sorry for that. Oh. This four-wheeler's going up this week, too. The very clear photos. Those wheels are hideous. Oh, hush. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be great to have around, though, yeah, to use. It's an Arctic cat. Mm -hmm. I saw an Arctic cat, one of them. I like how the cluster is broken and was full of water, obviously. Yeah. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't need a cluster to drive. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. And then what's the last thing? Oh, the SC. I just put it in there. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in this week. I know it wasn't the most exciting necessarily, but, uh, you know, not every week is just yeah. going to be, uh, be an S tier week. I'm horse. Yeah, horse, and I'm burp. So you're still burp. Yeah. Uh, Instead of burp and sniffle, we're burp and horse. Yeah. And we will be back next week to tell you the redeeming qualities that we've discovered in the Nissan Pathfinder Rock Creek, and then introduce some more exciting cars. I think next. I week, know what we have. Yeah, Nero and SQ7. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, however, Audi is questioning our legitimacy to have the SQ7. So that's been my administrative work this morning. Why? Because uh, Chris already had it. Had it. Yeah. We don't understand that it's separate. No. Ah. So we're working on that. Oh boy. Old Joe is uh, trying to come through for us. Yeah. Trying to stake our legitimacy here at Daily Motor. Alright then. And we'll see you on the next one. We're Charlie and Chris with Daily Motor. And as always, Rock Creek, huh? Ah, uh, yes. Hmm. Mm -hmm.